This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We listen to Jackie Velasquez, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. It's all about jacking off. Well, aren't we nasty today? I want to see cats! Hey, oh, I'm just chilling. I kind of miss. I thought the bitch was white. I thought the bitch was white. I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll do it anyway. Oh, why don't you want to get in the bathtub? There was no way I wasn't going to do that one. I should do a thing where I like make you guess what it is. Like you write it down, what you think it's going to be. And then we'll see if you're right after. I did have a guess, but when this kicked off. Do well, you want to know what it was? Yes. I will not not, not be, be rich. rich. <laughs> that one was a little too a little thirsty too for the meme. Mm. Like if, like I think I said thank you was a revelation. And I think they wrote, I will not not be rich. Imagining the gifts. Knowing that we gifts. would go ham. Right? I think so. Well. Uh, welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have Good Christian Fun. That's right. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, Christian movies, music, entertainment, and arts, news, events, Fine comedians, arts. pastors. Performing arts. Pastorettes. That's a lady <laughs> pastor in the Ooh. Christian world. <laughs> we just say pastor. <laughs> Actually, we don't. <laughs> we don't. We don't get to say that. We say director, Beth Les, uh, community uh, Beth developer, Moore. Yeah. <laughs> young life, child young life. specialist. Uh, but yeah, it's a podcast where we talk about this stuff. We grew up Christian. We are versed, but we're not here to make you go to church or to save you. We don't care. Um, but also, we're not here to bash your beliefs if you have some good ones. I'm gonna, you know, I hate to disagree with you on on air, Caroline, but I am here to save you from a boring commute. Put this podcast in your earbuds, baby, <laughs> and make make the traffic oh, fly yeah. back. <laughs> My wife. We're not doing a. Di- this isn't a different show that we're impersonating. We, we're like it's imagine. Show. Yeah, we're imagining like imagine those like lowbrow zoo crew. The zoo crew sound like road scholars compared to us. You have a list My of wife. fart sounds on your computer on your I, iPad. Right I now. do. Yes, we did play oh, those. Um, the topic for today is Miss Jackie Velasquez, which was the winner of a Patreon poll for which artists we should cover next. And we have not covered a musical artist since then, and we've decided to choose, oh, except for Amy Grant, but that didn't really count because Amy Mother and Grant. But... Uh, yeah, we brought this out. So if you want to control us like a puppet master, you can do that for just five bucks a month. That's it. If you want to create the illusion that you're steering the <laughs> ship... Like we don't have our foot on the pedal. Should we use like 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 a thirsty ass kind of like thermometer on the wall of the auditorium? Like we want you to partner with us in this vision for mm. our mission to I, make money. Yeah, we could just kick off a thread of like, hey, 
What do you absolutely love about our show? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Twitter, do your thing. Twitter, do your thing. Is, we got kicked off Twitter. Is very good. I'm sorry, we've made you be quiet for so long. Let's yes. kick off this Let's intro. Let's introduce okay. our very special guest, ladies and gentlemen. She was the subject of an Al Pacino movie in 2002. She's a comedian. <laughs> she's an actress. And you can catch her show, Wild Wild Christian, later this year in Portland, Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, give it the hell up for Miss Simone McAloney. Caroline could not be more proud of herself. Hi. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> you guys did Welcome so good. To the She's beaming and screaming. I truly remember the Sing device you told me. To the Lord. What? Macalone in. Jackalone in. The pains to the Lord. Macabonin. There it is. Because we were saying, oh, what's something that, that helps I do? me remember? Yeah. Wow. Well, welcome to You the know this show. song? I love this Amy song. Grant was big? Yeah, good Oh, yeah. Yeah? I, Amy Grant was like my childhood. Alpha and Omega. Before Jackie got in the picture. Hey. You know what I well, mean? Well, there might be some parallels here. Before she did a controversial music video where she shared pants with a man. Do you remember this? <laughs> shared pants? Oh, baby, 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 baby. baby. The, ba- yes. I, I, the baby, baby music video was controversial. I forget that they <laughs> shared pants. <laughs> Is that because they're like duly doing laundry together? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what no, that symbolizes. That's, that's every heartbeat. Wait, like she's in one pant leg and he's in yes, the other? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, this is the one when they're on the boardwalk yes. and eating spaghetti. No way. Yes. 100%. Oh, come on, and he's Caroline. like rolling balls of yarn to her like she's a cat. Oh, I remember those it as as pool cues. Oh, maybe it was oh, that. Man. Maybe I just see cats everywhere. I don't know. Kids on the internet these days think they're so surreal mm-hmm. and like abstract and weird, but... But there really, nothing on Amy Grant. Amy Grant created weird Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for the inspiration oh, for man. drill. It's Amy Mavon Grant. Uh, okay. And her style. Wait, I'm gonna show you like what we're style. talking about. Big Andy McDowell vibe. Yes, too, oh, 100. percent The classic what? 80s wear jacket. Love that hair. I mean, this hair is always good. You know who did that hair better? I'm sorry to say, but Julia Roberts in. Um, mm. What's that movie? Pretty She's woman? She's a hooker. Yes. Can I, um, we say can I level sex up? worker in 2019. <laughs> You're right. Oh, my God. She's a pretty hooker. Thank you for t- <laughs> pretty. Um, but the, uh, pretty hooker. beautiful sex <laughs> No, level up from that hair is uh, Christy, what's her name, in um, The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, uh. It's not Are we talking about Emmy Russell? Emmy Russell. You're but thinking her of Christy Carlson Romano. <laughs> no, but her character's name is Christine. Oh, Christine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank she you. was That's right. She was right. Mm-hmm. Such gorgeous hair. Are we getting to the? Oh, we here we go. That, 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 that was the, the okay, ball. Like, that was the Painting ball. Painting house together. Oh gosh. No, the best is when they eat a full pasta meal <laughs> at the Olive Garden. <laughs> Which, oh, which does happen. I'm starting to like feel like this is why I wrote so often about getting kissed on a Ferris wheel Aww. in my journals. Oh, they just ate some That's bread. <laughs> yeah. Have y'all have y'all kiss? ever kissed on a Ferris wheel? I have. Wait, you said you have? I've done it. Oh yeah, wow. I've been kissed twice on a Ferris wheel. Not to brag. Wow. Okay. Same Ferris wheel? No. Two, di- two same guy. Two different guys. Okay. Girl, yeah. that's crazy. You can die happy. What's your secret? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, what is your secret? Wait, what if you died tomorrow, <laughs> would you die happy? You guys have kissed a high altitude. Five ways to get a man to kiss you on a Ferris wheel. We have kissed or on the Eiffel Tower, so. Oh, that can I say that one hundred percent beats Ferris wheel. This is up there. I didn't want to brag, but you guys pushed me on it. Yeah, you you made me. Were you at the top? (sighs) We were at the top. Ooh, 
in the restaurant is there a restaurant did i make that up um there is a restaurant it's great i recommend it it's a it's a little bit of a tourist thing i mean they are pumping you yeah. out of there okay. but it's a great meal it's a beautiful view. it's Ew. worth it yeah They're pumping you out of it <laughs> <laughs> in a french totally <laughs> the cool french are sexual very free. way <laughs> yeah very, and i are. love they, that about they that pump. country <laughs> Well, Simone, thank you so much for thank joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm so honored. What this a delight. This is my fave podcast. That's so sweet. Uh, you did say that off mic and I said, shut up. Yeah. Uh, and then say it again Yeah, 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 yeah. So people, yeah. So I did. Thank you. And there we go. Here Wait, how did you find the show? I am, I am always curious how people mm-hmm. find the show. Um, I know Allison Miller and... Personally, sweet Allison. She's... Yeah. Well, I haven't talked to her for years, but... Oh. We have a mutual friend. What if you guys connect this way? Oh my God. Podcast sh- maybe we will. <gasps> She's very friendly. She's so cool. I and don't think I would reach I mean, her though. <laughs> We're not that tight. <laughs> no, yeah. She, I mean, I follow her on Instagram. I don't think she follows me on Instagram. Oh, and isn't that but, a heartbreak? Well, you know, it's okay. I get it. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is what we're talking about. Cool. I'm sorry. So she's you cool. followed her. And is so that I how you found out her? About and it? I saw. A picture or something maybe she posted the picture and uh-huh. i was like what is this <laughs> you, you might have said what is this because nate was looking so despondent in the he background of that it. particular is he, picture is he in the background? he's eating food but he looks like he's like what am i doing with my life yeah. what oh have I, gotten I love myself a good into? despondent easter egg oh, yes. look. oh nice no we stand a despondent king <laughs> a despondent king um no i was i i'm just obsessed with like christian culture it's the funniest thing yeah well um, we so i was like this is noticed yeah. yeah and we'd love to hear your uh like your background with it do you have a background with christianity i with the church? do oh, boy. i do so um my parents were like new born again christians when i was born and they sent me to little lambs preschool mm-hmm. which was a christian preschool and my preschool teacher like kind of like had said you know, given the crosstalk to like all of her students for like ever and ever and ever, and none of her students. <laughs> crosstalk is a great <laughs> the term. Crosstalk. Because she was giving you crosstalk. <laughs> but she was giving you crosstalk too. That's what we always called it um, at the camp, was like mm-hmm. the crosstalk, which I'll get into the camp later. Sweet. But, um, <laughs> but so when I was like six, I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to like accept Jesus in my heart. Aww. And I was like super into it for a long time and I was raised like really non-denominational evangelical I feel you um where is this geographically oh this is in Portland Portland area okay yeah so I was like really like really spiritual as a little kid like it was so earnest too you know you look like a precious moments figuring 24 <laughs> 7 <laughs> just yeah, like basically huge I was just eyes and all praying. constantly praying. oh yeah i had a little lamb you know crying <laughs> yeah just a single tear <laughs> yeah um at the world trade center ground zero <laughs> Yeah. We look those up. There's precious moments figurines are that are really? like for special. 9, for 9-11? Yeah. Oh, my. For 9-11. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that was the uh, 9-11 reminder beast. <laughs> yeah. He comes out, so you never It was forget. 9-11. <laughs> oh, my Okay, God. you guys have a nice night. <laughs> hey, thanks, 9-11 beast. We'll see you next year. <laughs> Scary. Um yeah. But important. Yes. It was very important. Never forget. Um, mm. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, 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 
sorry, dark. Sorry, you were like, it's like, but really, never forget. No, but actually, <laughs> no, and, never forget. And no one, no one loves laughing and joking around more than me. But honestly, never forget. But seriously, no, but for real, never forget. forget. But for real, don't forget. Don't fucking don't forget. do it. Don't. Oof. Okay. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so you're Anyways. really devoted <laughs> to your faith. But all joking aside, never forget. But, um, never forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for reals. Um, <laughs> never forget. Hashtag never forget. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was like, you know, I was I was leading lots of little kids to Christ. As little, I was like baby Billy Graham. Sort of, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was like doing it on the playground. Like I have vivid memories of just like hear telling ye, all my kids. <laughs> just Adorable. I was, you know, yeah. <laughs> my like, and I, re- I reread my journals. I was like, whoa. <laughs> you were writing journals that little uh-huh. too, being like, I, oh, yeah. I saved Cassandra today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just writing about how much. I think mostly like repeating a lot of what I had heard in church about being. Yeah, like, I did you this know. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're sincere. You know, as a so kid, sincere. it's pretty simple. You know, totally a little bit fear based, a little bit actually true. Yeah. Devotion. I get I feel like I don't know. I I didn't feel super even fear based really. Good. Like the it's just me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think different different. Reaching out an olive branch (laughs) only to have it struck down. Got it away. Yep. Oh, oh, it's burning. Okay. (laughs) That's okay. Sometimes I just make guesses. No, 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 I wasn't afraid. That was just that was just you. That was just you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, but no, it's interesting just like how different like sects of, of Christianity emphasize different things mm-hmm. and like more, some are more fear-based, some are more like. What was emphasized in yours, in mm-hmm. your opinion? Well, I think like saving people, getting people saved. So the evangelical component of it. Yes. And also like we were just like very hip Christians, you know what I mean? Like just. Like how? Like it, a lot of it was very like much about like going to christian rock concerts and like wearing cool christian like being a cool christian like mm-hmm. going to the cool christian church you know like just because like just because you're a christian doesn't mean you can't be cool yeah it doesn't mean you, was, like, like, you don't like to rock yeah and that's like, the tagline for our podcast it's just because you're christian doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean, mean you're not cool, cool. Fuck. yeah you can't be cool as fuck <laughs> And it does disprove the premise every time we say it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, that was a big impetus, Yeah. Well, though. this sounds like yeah. now you're a junior higher and yeah, like yeah, really yeah. into the, you know, the like hip style of Christianity. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then my dad started working for Young Life, which oh, is like yeah. a non-profit uh, Christian youth organization that's really outreach focused. And they have camps all over the world. They have really nice camps all over really the world. Really nice camps. Like, wow. like a lot of them were donated or yeah wasn't there one you were telling me about the other day? well it might have been simone's which there's a very interesting story behind yes. the location of the young life <laughs> camp that simone was <laughs> raised on and her dad wow. became the property manager of is that correct that's correct oh, i'm sorry well c- wow. continue telling you your guys story. are setting me up so right. well with yeah. this story it's like we're playing volleyball <laughs> <laughs> like oh and that i'm missing every serve location. yeah it is a lot like volleyball no, no, no but this is like i'm conan and you're andy richter like sitting on the couch being like yeah and i'm like i understand i'm reading the saying, pre-interview like, put me in coach put me <laughs> yeah. in and you're like nah, i'm like yeah. not, not yet, andy <laughs> uh let's talk about young yeah. life in that yeah. camp so that interesting location um like so my dad worked for what this camp called Wild Horse Canyon, which is in central Oregon. And the property use was actually built and used to be like inhabited by the Rajneesh cults. The wild, wild country. The wild, wild country cults. 
Yes. And so after they left, the camp kind of like stayed, you know, empty for a while. And then um, a billionaire named Dennis Washington bought it and donated it to Young Life. And then my dad became the property manager and we lived out there for the summertime. We were there to like transition it from like an old kind of decrepit cult site into like a Christian summer camp. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember cleaning. finding weird stuff around? Did you repurpose a lot of the buildings? Or we, did you yeah. raise it? A lot. We used all of, almost like all of the old buildings. Wow. Like we didn't really build any new buildings. Ooh. We built a swimming pool and a <laughs> zip line. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't and already a have a swimming park. pool. With, I think they there was a man-made lake. I don't know if that was from the Rajneeshis or we but made that. Okay. So there was some kind of body of water that okay. maybe existed <laughs> uh-huh. before. But um, no, we used like all of their old, their old housing. And um, yeah. And so I lived out there on the, on the camp for three summers. And that was like next level for, for a kid who was already like super, you know, spiritual. Um, that definitely like took things to another level yeah and for people that don't know young life was their whole thing was sort of like we meet kids where they're at we like speak their language we go into their world we like we make christ fun so that was their whole like angle which was kind of like a radical angle to take for a church for a religion at that time fun fun was radical yeah yeah (laughs) i mean it was though like we're goofy and like we play games and we sing songs and we sing brown eyed girl like mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. not just like and you hymns. don't change the lyrics to brown eyed God. No, because <laughs> obviously gun? God has God. blue eyes. Kevin. <laughs> brown eyed gun. Oh, that's right. He's a white, He's a white man. man. <laughs> Excuse me. I sincerely apologize mm-hmm. for that. So those those were heady times. Those were heady you. times, but those also super fun yeah. and like super, you know, cool to like connect with a lot of really good people. What was your role when you were there at the camp? Were you like? part of the staff on the camp and everything or you I just was kinda, like hanging out she was no, the chaplain I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like a staff kid oh great so it's, it's similar to being like a pastor's kid okay. probably I would I would think yeah but I like was so into just hanging with everyone I was like always working in the snack shop and like you know taking on roles and I love it you know trying to get out there and meet all the cute boys yeah let's talk young life romances oh yeah so many how many well i mean there was at least two on so, two different ferris wheels <laughs> yeah i'm assuming so many unrequited romances oh. not a single successful case but you know i would argue that those are the best <laughs> romances right because they're never you always have keep you going see my flame <laughs> i'm supporting you i think that's true <laughs> Yeah. I'm not worried. It's better I'm than a real worried. relationship. <laughs> Dear God. No, all of my all of my crushes were like it's alarming to like go back and read my journals because <laughs> all of them are like, I have the biggest crush on this guy. The only problem, he's 25. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm 11. <laughs> Maybe that's a little of the Wild Wild Country residue like, no. still there in some fashion. Right? I, no, but don't worry. Nothing weird happened. Yeah, um, I feel like, yeah, that's like normal as a kid to be like in love with a camp counselor. You just kind of, I think it's natural. It's natural to like have crushes on other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Until to this day. In fact, the age gap has uh, has remained consistent for for me. Yeah, uh, it never closed. It always remained like 20 years plus. You always, you still like, 
get crushes on older people all the time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Allison Janney was a big one growing oh, up. Oh, yeah. good for you. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> that one, She's like a strong lady. Well, that I really feel like I picked a, a winning horse there in terms Hell yeah. of like... Longevity. Yeah. 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 Even like primary colors Consistent. and drop dead gorgeous. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drop dead gorgeous. Okay, so maybe you had crushes yeah. on Kim Counselors. So I had crushes on... <laughs> wi- wildly inappropriate crushes on older men uh, constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then that was great fun. And then I started as I started to get like older, I started to like volunteer for Young Life at different camps. <laughs> and that's when like I started having like a crisis of faith. Oh no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh what happened? Well, I think I just I don't know. I think I just kind of got older and was like, I don't know, some some of this stuff doesn't really make sense to me anymore. And I have always been like a huge, you know, journaler. And so I took all of the questions I had about God and I wrote them down in my journal. And I had like 30 questions. Mm. And when I was volunteering at this Young Life camp called Malibu, I just took all my questions. Was this in Malibu? No, 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 no. This is... um. In Canada. Oh, okay. Of, of course. Dumb question. Yeah. Is Camp Malibu in <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why Canada you would think that. Yet. No, it's like, it's like a, just this gorgeous camp that's literally built on a rock off the Ooh. coast of Malibu. Like, it's, it's, wow. it's, it's like um, Swiss Family Robinson. Wow. It's incredible. So you went around this camp with the questions. I went around this camp with the questions, and I went to, like, all the adults, and I just was like, I need to sit down with you, and we need to have, like, a combo. We need to talk. It's <laughs> very proactive of you as yeah. a kid to, yeah, figure that out. There's a lot of inconsistencies going on. We need to <laughs> yeah, really yeah. seal up and connect the dots. Do you remember the questions? Yeah. I, there well, was there 30. Part, there was 30. Um, off the top of my head, there's like, how do you know God is real? You want to take that, Caroline? <laughs> um, you ever seen a puppy? Yeah. You ever seen a right. sunshine Next on a question. summer day? Boom. <laughs> that's like Done. a lot of the, yes. that's like Answer. really similar to a lot of actions I would <laughs> No, get. I'm sorry. Keep going. Um, and a lot of the questions were like, why is, um, why is Islam wrong? What does mm-hmm. Islam believe? What is, why are Jewish people the chosen people? Why do angels have free will? Do animals go to heaven? You know, just like lots of stuff like that. Is God an emotional invention? Mm. Um, Okay, wow. Yeah. That's a good one. How old were you? (laughs) I was 16. You were like a smart kid. Thank you. You're welcome. Were you afraid of what their answers would be? Like that they would deter you from God? Or or were you like hoping that they would just have an answer for you and fix it? I really wanted an answer. I think like questioning your faith when you've been raised in like a really dogmatic community and when you believed at like super wholeheartedly at one point is just like that's like the scariest thing mm-hmm. it was the scariest feeling because that's like what your whole life foundation is built on you know yeah well especially when it's your parents too and it's yeah. part of their livelihood and then part of your yeah. livelihood growing up under them yeah. like what, what was it like for your parents what was your relationship with them i feel like they were just kind of busy doing other stuff and i don't know they, I don't remember them being a super big part of me, like, having all of these questions. It's it's interesting, too, because, like, they were younger in their faith, too, because they had just recently become religion religious, you know, relatively speaking. So it's not like they, like, grew up mm-hmm. studying the Bible and um, coming from religious homes themselves. Um, yeah. So in some ways, you might have been, like, more progressed or advanced in in the sense of like 
not maturity, but even like in a deconstruction phase than they ever got to at that time. But yeah. it is funny that the things they were busy with were about those things that you were asking about. It wasn't like, no, I got to go back to the bank or something. It was like, right. I got to go make disciples. I don't have time for your discipleship <laughs> questions. Right. I mean, I don't think they were ever like, we don't have time for you. Right. But like, I don't remember having a lot of conversations with them about it. But I'm sure I probably did. You know, yeah. I think I neither one of my parents were big, like studiers of the Bible type. Like they're just that's not kind of where they're skills yeah. were. So you need to ask questions like to people who were in a teacher position probably. Yes. Like, who would give you that input. Totally. How were the answers? I, a lot of people were just like, go read C.S. Lewis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. And I did. Um, and you and still had questions? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think definitely enjoyed reading those books and like thought he answered a lot of things but it kind of like that to me is like the beginning of a a period like sort of like there's like a series of events that happened that all kind of like made me just sort of get further and further away from the church i did actually get to have a really cool conversation with someone at malibu who was there as like a really special camp speaker his name uh was doug Coe, and he was like the spiritual advisor to like several of our presidents. He like founded the international prayer breakfast. He was like friends with like the Dalai Lama and like, just like a really like spiritual leader, big wig, if mm-hmm. you will, you know, mm-hmm. he like tr- super well traveled and, and I like, and he came to Malibu and I was like, Oh my God, I have to ask him my questions. Like I have to talk to this guy. And I like, I couldn't get to him because he was so popular. I just like ran up to his table at dinner one night and I was like, can we please talk? Like, Anyways, this is making me sound so nerdy. No, but, no, <laughs> no, I think it's making you sound so cool. Um, <laughs> so we like that. sat down and had a really good conversation. And that was like a really big turning point for me because he was the first person to really introduce the idea that, you know, maybe not everything in the Bible is like super literal mm. and maybe like different religions. You know, if you take the basic core premise of all these different major religions, they're like all pretty similar you know, he kind of had like a really open approach to a lot of these questions. He sounds very chill and reasonable. Yeah. And especially that's so powerful to hear as a kid an, an authority figure saying like, I don't know, some of it's kind of iffy and like there's some overlap here. That's that's super helpful it to was. have your issues or inquiries just dignified in that way and just like given respect. That's such a good point. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So that was a really life changing conversation. Like, I think I wrote like my college application essays about meeting him and like having him really just expand my like worldview. And then I went to college and um, I don't know. I think I just started like meeting people who were like really different from me and kind of outside of that like Christian bubble. And that also kind of just like influenced because I because it was so scary to like question my religion I think it took like like seven years total for me to kind of like arrive at a place that felt somewhat solid and it still doesn't really feel solid you know because I feel like I feel like we're always like evolving spiritually ideally Mm -hmm. so yeah I start I went to college and just you know I studied abroad and like just had all these different experiences I started 
you know, I started having really close relationships with people who happened to be gay. And that definitely was like a big thing for me where the church I was a part of was like never really super accepting of gay people. Mm -hmm. And I think that was like a big line in the sand for me too, where I was like, I can't really identify with something that does not radically accept people who are so important to me, who I love so much. Yeah. And I'm just curious personally, like what were the things as you got older and like college age that were like difficult to uh, deal with with Christianity or the things that you were still questioning at that point like you started mm-hmm. way back when you were 16 and then right by the time you're college I'm sure you have totally different questions like this you know gay acceptance with your friends was probably yeah. a big one were there other ones that were like existential or anything like that that was a big one I think I, I mean when I first got to college I was really like holding on hard to like trying to keep my faith and I was like involved in all like the campus groups and and Did I you do campus crusade no, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. That's but what I did. We had a, we had like a Christian group called Crosswalk. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> you went from crosstalk to crosswalk. Yes, I did. What a perfect symmetry. And I went to like a really cool Christian, uh, or a really cool church in Orange County called Rock Harbor. I know Rock Harbor. Yeah. Yeah, Rock Harbor. Yes, huge. good old yeah. Rock Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have friends that would like commute from LA to wow. Rock Harbor and go to church there. What was yeah. going on there? That was so nifty. No Lots idea. of hot Christians, dude. I guess, yeah, but we <laughs> lived in LA, so it was like hot Christian central. I don't know what yeah. was happening. Anyway. Well, I mean, yeah. Rock Harbor had something going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to, I did like plays at Rock Harbor. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, but, but I just felt like, I also kind of was starting to really feel like, I don't feel like I really fit in with other Christians. Like, I don't, I don't just, I don't feel like I can really be myself around them. I felt like, it kind of just felt like a lot of, a lot of times it felt like we were just like all pretending to be perfect. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not, or, and and politically too, like I was a poli-sci major. I'm pretty liberal. Um, I also like fell in love with someone in college who was a philosophy major. And a Ferris wheel <laughs> operator. Thank you very much. He was a clown. And he um, let us ride he... for 50% off. <laughs> very generous. Yeah. Um, so. Was Oh, and was that person not a Christian? Not a Christian. I dumped him like Girl. four times because I was like, <laughs> I can't date you. You're not a Christian. <laughs> hey, one better than Peter. You denied his relationship four times. It's a big rule for, you, you know, a uh, born and bred evangelical Christian. It is. To break. Yeah. It is. But I like, I mean, I was trying desperately to find a Christian boyfriend for so long and I, I could not figure that out. They're slippery, you know. They are sometimes just dating God. I want listeners to think of Christian boys as slippery. You know, they're First like and on foremost. a celibacy kick for a little while or forever. You know, right. there's a lot of variation there. Yeah, I mean, they're... Or they want to marry you right now. <laughs> they're the rarefied. Spectrum. The competition is high for a, a Christian bay, you know. Um, it does feel like competition, though. It fully does. 100%. Like, it feels like, and especially as women in the church, you feel groomed from a young age to be Absolutely. a good specimen for the picking line so one of us can totally. walk down and be like, no, 
No. <laughs> wow. Yes. Perhaps. Yeah. Brutal it's and true. It's harsh but true. Exactly. I think that's also the dating world in, at large. But for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're in a patriarchal society, and then it's just magnified in the church, really. Amen. <laughs> I think that's a good point. I think I think that's something we don't zoom out enough on this show to say is that a lot of these things were like it's so toxic. The male leaders, ah, la, la, la. and it's like yes, it's especially explicit and concentrated in the church as it is endemic in yeah. society yes. as a whole. I think and, I've said that before. What's that? <laughs> but yeah, but I, I agree with But thanks premise. for not yeah. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely oh. cool as you're making a point about the patriarchy. Oh. Yeah, um, way to repeat a woman's <laughs> But idea. no, it is, it is true often that... <laughs> Let's hang up on Kevin. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is true that like we live in patriarchy, so a lot of this just like bleeds into Christianity. Mm-hmm. But then it's like baked into the Bible in a big yes. way too, and so it feels like it's given so much permission, and like it flourishes in the church in a big way. So that's yeah. Is there a translation thesis. of the Bible where God is given either female or non-gender? Yes, it's pronouns? called the herbal. Yeah, really? It's the great. Fuck? <laughs> it's called the they them bowl. That'd be great. The herbal. The herbal. The herbal. I don't know. I don't. I died probably somewhere, but not a, the feminist. Not a the feminist Bible purchase at Lifehouse or anything or Lifeway. You think Lifehouse has a store? I'm oh, falling even house. more in love <laughs> with these prices. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's I would, love, I would love to shop at Lifehouse. Um, but you and me. for real, though, it would have a, a radical effect on the society if the Bible was written from perspective. Of that a was woman. my prom song, I think. Ooh, I okay. say we put one out and uh, make some money off of woke people. I would love to do that. Let's do yeah. it. I'll be Let's customer number one. Hey! hey! And I'll be customer number two in the because in this one, women come first. Oh my God, thank you. You're learning. Oh, this was a teachable God. moment thank for you. Kevin. We'll Anyhow, we'll allow you in on this hot <laughs> ticket business venture. Yeah, it is. Do you remember a specific moment where it's like, no, I'm out. I can't do this. No, I don't think there was. Where would you say you're at now? I definitely want to. I don't call myself a Christian, um, but I also don't. Unless it's on stage at Dynasty Tap Writer, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Unless I can make money off of it. Um, what do you think this is? Welcome Yay! to Good Christian Hi. Fun. <laughs> I'm only a Christian when I can monetize it. Monetize um, trauma. Monetize trauma and religion. But I, I also feel like I don't like reject the like basic, you know, premise of Christianity. It's just like the details. <laughs> I have an issue with a lot of the details and the way things are carried out in a lot of the the mainstream christian culture. let me let me do a thought experiment that sure. might sound uh super self-righteous but i don't intend it mm. to as someone who has listened to this podcast before but let me just broaden it out to like the internet or like say it was the liturgist or something if you were growing up and you were experiencing these thoughts about faith and like for yourself personally and your story it was so much of like, I don't identify with this as a group. I don't feel like I'm reflected in the people that are around me. If Do you think if you had access to faith communities that were more like that, where it's like, oh, yeah, it, it's so, you know, we're queer affirming. We're yes. women affirming in this sense. Or like, 
you know, more on the Doug Coast side of like, we're not, I mean, Bible is mostly poetry and like the narrative is more important than the historical truth of the scrolls of the blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. How do you think that would have affected it? Because I always think about this when we talk to people that grew up in this time, because we're all within like five years of age mm-hmm. of each other. And the thing that was common for us is that we didn't have that access to it in maybe some of the most formative years. Yeah. I'm not saying this podcast is like rocking someone's world, but I think there is like, a sense of you know maybe people identifying and hearing oh yeah I, I, I didn't know people felt this way too and stuff like like how do you think that would have effect, affected things for you personally I think that would have been great yeah I think a lot of the like the harmful takeaways from growing up in that community for me um would have been alleviated by like more of a diversity of perspective, 100%. And, and I think like encouraging like the gray area in faith and, and the questioning and I guess maybe just not really pretending like we all had it together all the time is like powerful. And that's like real community is like when you're vulnerable and honest. I mean, maybe other people, maybe everyone was being honest. I don't know. Maybe I was the only one, (laughs) but I do. I do really appreciate like I do love your guys' podcast because you give people space to process things and be really authentic in their faith, which is really, really, really rare, like Mm. from a Christian perspective and from like a non you know, secular perspective. We don't no one ever talks about this stuff, really. Unless it's wild, wild Christian coming to a <laughs> yes, stage near you in Portland. My show. Talk, talk about your unless show real quick. Show. It, um, it's obviously based on your experiences yes. at the camp. Yes. Uh, like what? What's the show about? So the show is I took all of my journal entries from when I was living at the camp, and I put them all together um, in like an hour long show. And the arc is pretty much, you know. I'm super boy crazy and like very sexually repressed. And then I kind of, it kind of goes through me like starting to question my religion. And I would say like, for me, like the theme of the show is just about being mindful and like questioning what you're told, not just with religion, but like in any situation, Um, just thinking for yourself, I think is just so important. It's not like a show that's about like, all the ways Christianity messed me up or anything like that because I was like a really depressed kid weirdly like Mm. a lot of my journal entries were like really really sad Mm. (laughs) and I think being a part of the community at the camp brought me a lot of joy and like really helped me in huge ways so it's you know it's not like anti-Christian or pro it's really more about like thinking for yourself it's weird um it's weird that I lived on a summer camp that used to be a cult. And like, <laughs> what are the similarities and differences mm-hmm. between those two communities? Um, they were like a sex cult, basically. They were like all sex. We were like no sex. I was like, <laughs> I was like in deep abstinence culture growing up. I had like oh, yeah. a promise ring, the whole deal. Um, I'm still wearing it, I see. <laughs> and, uh, and it looks really No, no, nice. that's, that's, that's long It's actually gone. beautiful. <laughs> You know who did wear a promise <laughs> ring, though? Miss Jackie Velasquez. She did. she did. Wait, did she? She truly did. She okay. has an absence anthem, I think, I on know. the second album. Oh, I know. Yeah. We, well, okay. I mean, <laughs> I didn't well, hear that. That well, was my absence anthem. Was, uh, uh, what is it called? I believe I'm a virgin. Um, What's it called? <laughs> I believe I'm I don't a know, but it's like, I promised 
to be pure for you. They very rarely say virgin in these accents. And I wish they'd just come out and say it. I believe I'm a big old virgin. But actually, not just like one. Actually, a big one. No penetration. Absolutely virgin. Well, thanks for sharing your story. Thank you. And thanks for your kind words about the show. That's very sweet. Yeah, I truly mean it. To be so authentically praised by a true fan. Uh, Let's take a break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I wasn't saying like munching fur or something like that. I wasn't saying that either. like that. Now I'm cutting in on that. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. <laughs> it's time to dive back into the topic. Kevin's this. a person, and he's my friend. <laughs> yeah. on, I need one for me. Oh, I heard a song with your name in it that I really like a lot. Oh. But but you wouldn't like Are it you because being sincere? It, yeah. Oh, thank but you, you wouldn't like it because it's not an artist you like, unfortunately. You know so I that. didn't send it to you. What is it, Taylor Swift? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't like Taylor Swift? <laughs> mm. I like 1989. Simone. That's a great There's a lot I mean, That's her thriller. You know what I mean? That's her thriller. I'm going to distance myself from her. I think Reputation is underrated, though. I think Reputation is half good songs. We're not trying to make this a controversial podcast. So I'm going to save my thoughts. I think Reputation. I already had the Swifties come after me last week Reputation has like three or four songs that are like, should not have been on an album. I'll I think that. you're right. But, but I think other than that. Endgame's great. Delicate's great. great. Delicate's getaway great. Car's great. Delicate. Okay, Getaway Car, why wasn't that a single? King of My Heart's a great I worship song. <laughs> I hate King of My Heart. King, King of My Heart. No, girl, get that off. 
This is why we can't have nice things. It's bad. Ugh. I like it. Really? I like it. You love being scolded <laughs> by I a mean, pop star. And it's like, it's like, it's not even meme language. It's like, this is what, uh, oh gosh, no. Perhaps I can't clunk- say anything Perhaps without being clunky. offensive. I'll give you that. Okay. It's a clunky song. Okay. But it's, I did go to the tour, the concert and it's. So did Kevin. Quite fun in the show. There's a giant freaking snake on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Satan himself. Yeah. And she played red acoustic solo because we were at the Rose Bowl. Oh my God. Aww. We went. Wait. Yeah, we went to the same night. We High did. Five. Yay. Yeah. And she brought out Shawn Mendes, right? Uh, that I, was her special guest. Or Camila Cabello. She, she did bring out Shawn Mendes. Yeah. Yeah. He's hot. Camille <laughs> open. He's for hot. Her That's someone I'm night. uncomfortable about having a crush on because he's quite young. Young. A young oh, boy. He's over 21. You're a futurist. Uh, <laughs> I'm a futurist. Oh, <laughs> speaking of clunky songs, Jackie Velasquez. <laughs> Actually, your, your transitions are top notch. Well, speaking of segues, uh, <laughs> No, that's when they've stopped becoming top notch. No, but let's talk about uh, your relationship with Christian pop culture generally. Because when we were emailing back and forth, there was a bevy of of topics that we could have done. Kevin, I, I, yeah, I was embarrassed about that. Why? I was like, because you were like, shoot me some, a few things that sounds cool. And I was like, I shot, I did like a whole paragraph. Such a gift. And then I was like, and then I, he, he didn't respond for like three days and, or he, he never responded actually. And I was like, well, I scared them. <laughs> did I not ever respond? I No. And then I just wrote back and I was like, I've narrowed it down. How about we do? Oh, (laughs) that's less about you than it is about. It's okay. I just forgetting an email. I mean, I. Oh no! I Kevin's checking the. I think it will shock. It'll shock no one to hear that sometimes (laughs) I'm a little too enthusiastic. (laughs) That's so great though, because you know what a what a nice uh, privilege for us, or it's like helpful, you know, if you have a lot of ideas and you couldn't be nerdier than we are, so you're fine. (laughs) It did take. fully like two weeks for me to get back <laughs> yes oof even worse than i remember bad. i'm so sorry don't worry it's okay you know, that mostly reflects on me and oh, I how <laughs> oh my gosh everyone is so gracious hey here. with all the We're... guests you book for the show well what's the communication oh, rate really good <laughs> okay, it's two minutes <laughs> books amy peterson wants Hey. Uh, okay, so like uh, Jars of Clay, Jars Third of clay. Day. All those WoW CDs uh-huh. really fueled me. Yeah, we're in the um, same we're in the same mix because yeah. the the Jackie era you were talking about was my era as yes. well. Yes. With her and her radio. What are the eras pink. of Jackie? Like what were her transitions? We made one up. Well, first we of all, okay. we have to we have to start with the question, who Jackie? And <laughs> who then Jack- work backwards from there. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> and Jackie, as it turns out, who Jackie? Jackie Young. Oh, Jackie, so young. Like 16, Jackie, right? very young. Yes. She was born in 1979. Her dad was a CCM artist himself oh, in I the 70s. Oh, I did not know this. He won the same Dove Award that she would win like two decades later for like best new artist. And they were touring. He was touring. Uh, and then she's like one of four girls and they're all singing together and she just got good that way because she's like preternaturally gifted Mm -hmm. and predisposed Mm -hmm. to like musical talent also when she's 16 17 18 19 20 when these albums are coming out the notable things about her are that she's very attractive and of like mixed racial descent she's 
Arab, she's Hispanic, she's like, mm. there's there's a lot going on there. They really lean into the Hispanic thing, though. Yes, they do. The, she's like the Christian answer to Selena. Right. Absolutely. Like, Selena, and then kind of Gloria Estefan. <laughs> <laughs> so songs. And yeah. also, to me at the time, and I think because of the sound of it, she just looks like she's... 30 she already does. or like 35 totally even, even when she's like 18 19 years old yeah um she had so much spanish language on her and, and her her album cover is very like her first one is very like spanish inspired oh, don't okay. you heavenly you place heavenly place yes i see that and it was like 1999 ricky martin was playing on the mainstream mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah mm-hmm. shakira was, was like happening. playing on that like we were that's all interesting. that's why i think it's backdrafting off of more so than like because she's like third generation american it's not like her parents immigrated oh. you know what i mean like it, like one right. of her parents wasn't but christina like, aguilera okay. released a spanish album that's fair. Remember, you know, something was in every, the Latin air everyone at this was time. digging. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone was digging yeah, for some. Although, you know, we don't know. Like, I'm curious how much of that was really, like, her cultural experience in growing up and, right. like, all that stuff. Like, that's something we can't Truly speculate not on that. fair for me to but comment also, on. But also, how much of it was, like, a, a little bit of a, you know, bleed-in? It, it calls it all into question. Was Mr. Martin actually living Lavina Loca? Maybe yeah. not. Maybe he's living La Vida like fine. It's like yeah. chill or whatever. I guess this is you a know, huge uh, investigative piece about him living La Vida Loca In this six-part podcast series, <laughs> I deconstruct. He definitely was. Whose Vida was the most Loca? <laughs> no, it's just, you know, it was definitely like highlighted as marketing tool. Well, uh, that's that's the reason why I bring it up mostly. Like it is kind of special, especially in this very, very white space yes. of CCM, of especially being like a pop star in ccm mm-hmm. like it was mostly white men women right and so i i think it's kind of cool i hope it's not super cynical you know that they were just like let's make her really latinx and like whatever or yeah. were, they, were they am i saying that right latinx i've never said it out loud or is it i don't Latin? know i'm not sure either. i'm not the gal that asks. i think some people say latinx latinx okay oh yeah that makes sense uh but uh or or was it just yeah something we should do? But either way, I feel like that's cool that she brought that to CCM, which was I think it's cool probably too. not super like globally inspired at the time. Well, it was noticeably different on top forty radio stuff because for this episode, I put all of the songs that we're going to listen to on their own playlist. So we're not going mm-hmm. through one album. It's basically picks from her nineteen ninety six album Heavenly Place, the ninety eight album self titled Jackie Velasquez, and the two thousand album Crystal Clear, which I think I realized <laughs> looking back that I owned Jackie Velasquez and I owned Crystal Clear. I owned I those owned Jackie. I Velasquez. owned her. No, I'll make her break her. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'll make her lean into whatever ethnicity sounds best. That's for me to decide. You'll never be big. <laughs> but an interesting figure you know uh i think cut like we were saying before hinting at before very much cut kind of from the same cloth as an amy grant in the sense of like you've definitely got the look and you've Mm -hmm. definitely got vocal talent Mm -hmm. so what are we gonna do with you because it's not like she's i mean she's less of a songwriter than amy grant is because amy was co-writing or writing most of her own stuff oh i didn't know that for this she was like maybe co-write in a couple but not it wasn't like really her thing it was like they signed her after seeing her perform at a concert in houston 
They saw her. Uh, it was the same manager as Point of Grace. He's like, you got the goods, kid. <gasps> like, sign you up. You're 16 years old, blah, blah, blah. And then they put her with a bunch of different producers and writers. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, I have an album that's been... This isn't a yeah. Billie Eilish situation where it's like, it's sure. just me and my brother working down in the garage. So it's, it's much more of a product than it would be with like an Amy Grant, I guess, in that sense. Uh, but yes. Oh 16, gosh. 15 years old when the first album comes out. So, so young, young to be famous. Oh, imagine, yeah. And imagine having that much talent at the time. And there are, I can't imagine it was easy occupying the space that she does. But I think the most appropriate way to talk about it is with three whites on the podcast, baby. Amen. <laughs> because, well, because with, with black artists, usually what happens in CCM is like, you either do kind of like ballady stuff and you go the BBCC route and then you get some CCM airplay or you go full Kirk Franklin. Okay, you're gospel. That's mm-hmm. what you're going to be. Mm-hmm. When you're not that ethnicity or you don't pick that lane, you have to like navigate that in a really tricky and sometimes interesting way. So there are, there's, there's one story of John Tesh, the famous composer who did Round Rock uh basketball and he's like a christian composer very famous oh. guy and there's a there's a clip of him at the dev award saying ladies and gentlemen yo quiero jackie velasquez <laughs> oh in 1998 because the, the taco bell dog was very big no. at the time so so shit like I that i feel where, so bad for her <laughs> and again a child too like when totally. we're crystal clear she's 19 20 years old when it comes out that's a lot of pressure for a young gal and then they give her an absence on the scene too which is also a lot of pressure when you're 16 what was your relationship with her growing up um she was my favorite loved her number one with a bullet did you yeah, own the albums, no. or was it just like a radio thing? No, owned all the albums okay. that we're talking about. Up until which one? Where, Up where until did you Crystal fall Clear. I fell off at Crystal Clear. Okay. Me and all my friends re- recorded different songs off of Heavenly Place. Or not recorded, sang different songs off of, off of Heavenly Place for like a singing recital. That's amazing. That's yeah. so much back-to-back Jackie. It's so much back-to-back. <laughs> like, I guess, like, my Jack voice coach Jack. must have been into her, too. But, like... <laughs> Someone saying baptize me. Wow. Someone saying the abstinence song. I don't remember what it's called. The abstinence song is called I Promise. <laughs> good, good, good. Do you remember, like, as you idolized her and loved her, like, what was your impression of her? Did you think she was, like, cool or yes. glamorous or just, like, so cool. the Christian I want to be? Mm, I think all the above. Yeah. Like, um, I thought she was so beautiful. I loved her music. Uh, she was on the cover of a Brio magazine that I... The Brio? <laughs> yes. My, I had a full prescri- subscription. Oh, yeah. Prescription. Mm-hmm. I mean... Doctor, I doctor, I need two cc's of Brio. <laughs> Baby Brio. Oh, I'm sick for focus on the family. <laughs> She's a good rocket. Um, I, yeah, I, so she she was super cool in, like, 90s on a cool Brio magazine. Well, I want to like, ask about this being... Yeah. As you were a young woman in the 90s. Because to me, it's like, especially now knowing that she's 16 years old when she's making these songs. I have no idea she was so young. So I'm thinking, this girl's like (laughs) mid-30s. I know. Because the music is not reflective of like, I'm 16. I'm Mm -mm, figuring it out. I'm just a kid. Yeah, a lot of ballads. A a lot of like mom like rose wave kind of <laughs> like my mom and i did listen to her together See, and it lot. feels like, like terrific we went from amy grant to jackie i wonder what jackie was listening to 
if this was her taste in music, you know, was she just listening to her mom's stuff? I mean, I feel like she was probably just seeing what people told her. I, yeah, I can't there imagine a few this is like there. reflected. Yeah. I did, did, you, did you ever see her live in concert? I feel like I did, but I can't remember. I feel like I saw her at like a, a fair or something. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Fair. <laughs> I don't know. The perfect With all venue. the making out you were doing, I don't know. You had a time to you look. You saw her at a distance on the wheel going up and down <laughs> and up and down and all around. Wheel. Yes. No, no. Shouts out to my hometown of Houston, Texas, the <laughs> Cynthia Woods Mitchell no, Pavilion. Where Shut Jackie up. was discovered. <laughs> where I saw Miss Velasquez. And oh. there are there are pictures from this night of me going to the concert. No. No. Can I have the them? flames here? I want it's right here. Please. I'll call your mom. <gasps> yeah. Uh plus one open for plus her. Plus one. And then Shoot, she, plus one was great. I and then loved she was the them. headliner. I definitely went okay. to a plus one concert. So far, all I know about your taste on the show <laughs> is that you love Amy Grant, the person, not the music. You love Lauren like the Daigle, music? the music, not the person, yeah. and you like plus one question mark. I also like um what's the one with the little kids? Jump five. Jump five. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did listen to the Supertones to episode. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were not into the Supertones. I was. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Was more like so that. than FIF. More so than you like stuff. I, I did like Scott. It was 98. We all liked Scott. <laughs> well, we didn't all like Scott. Yeah. Um, um, wait, didn't you perform Jackie Velasquez too? Oh. You were going to tell I a story. I want to hear about this. Well. <laughs> Aren't we nasty today? Are we nasty today? <laughs> I was in a uh, human video group, Christian human video group, which human videos we've said on the show before is like this weird split the difference between like a straight lip sync and interpretive dance where you're like acting out the parts in the song. Great. And one of our standards choreographed by Janice Thompson at Lindale Assembly of God in the late nineties was, I know what this, I know what it's gotta be. Do you know what it is? Um, that's not, I can't remember what it's called though. It's, oh no, this isn't what I was thinking. It, it was God so loved the world. Yeah. The John 316 song. The John 316 And it was a full, you know, dramatic human video that we did to it and there was a Christ character we did perform it uh, on the air on TBN once uh, and the video does exist of this but I just haven't converted the taste (laughs) it's in my closet oh my gosh I just thought of a video I should show you guys yeah is it yeah. with you and doing a Jackie song? No, I'm sorry. I feel like I keep getting off topic. No, nah, there is no topic. Ta- okay. Well, there first, no I mean, topic. I do want to talk about the song. Yes. Um, this Does this sound like an 18, 17 no. year old girl? Her voice is super, um, her voice is very developed. It's deep. Like it's, it, it doesn't sound like. Uh, that's why everyone didn't know she was so young or you and I didn't. That's truly why. Because it does not yeah. sound, it sounds like a woman. Yes. In that sense. <laughs> I remember like even as a kid hearing this song, I mean like this is very literal. Like we're just taking a Bible verse. Oh, is she just straight the, up Those are the lyrics? Or those are the lyrics. It's well, just 16. the most famous Bible verse set to music. What's wonderful about Christian Someone's songwriters is that you <laughs> have no excuse for writer's block because you can yeah, just. You can. <laughs> you can just plagiarize the Lord. You can just Lord. Let, like throw a finger down anywhere in Psalms and you're like, wow. All right, Jeremiah. Yes, there's my lyrics. There we go. <gasps> Bullfrog. <laughs> okay. All right, we gotta write it, honey. <laughs> oh, it writes itself. This there shit writes it. itself. <laughs> this was a fair. I want you to imagine like a bunch of well-meaning but not very talented 
middle school and high school kids slowly moving uh, to the song while Jesus gets crucified. What? Uh, I must see was this. It, was one of the kids playing Jesus? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was my friend Sam. Uh, was Sam the most Christ-like of your group? No, he was kind of the bad boy. Mm. We were best friends. Well, then he is for me. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Jesus is an old man. So this is my part. This is where I'm smoking and drinking. And then eventually Jesus comes over and shows me the air of my ways. Good. Did you guys ever do the um, uh, lighthouse skit? You know the one I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Because you're all I want. Yeah, there's, there's a million money. variations on this lighthouse human what? video on YouTube. I missed this. Okay, because it seems like ripe for young life, but it was. Um, I'll tell you that later. But it was kind of. Like, <laughs> like, he out a different vice, and then oh yeah, Jesus like protecting that him from definitely sounds like something, something we would have like done at young life. Yeah, right. Yeah, we had a made me cry. We had a a, a play that was performed every week called Broken Heart, mm. which is about a girl who, um, whose parents got divorced, and her mm. heart was an orange. And it was like symbolized on stage. Anytime something bad happened to her, a knife would go into it. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Juice would drip from it. And like she was, and like one person was playing Jesus and one person was playing the devil. It's over, Sheila. (laughs) (laughs) Her parents got a divorce. (gasps) She she does drugs in high school. She has sex with her boyfriend, and he stabs it repeatedly over no, and over. And no, queen, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, and then at the end, I guess it's like daggering. But go ahead. She, Jesus gives her a new orange. Wow, why do Christian kids have so much trauma? I don't understand. I don't understand oh, no. why they have such a tra- difficult time. The orange keeps the score. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's wild. Yeah, it's intense, man. Um, An orange, too. An orange. Well, it just, the juice would just drip. Wild, wild citrus. (laughs) That was good. This is, uh, listening back to all these, every single song in this playlist I made, uh, which is like 13, I know. I know all of these songs. Because they were so often played on the radio. This might be my favorite one, though. My favorite too for Un some lugar reason. celestial. Yeah, it's the most like uh, kind of Latin forward out of all yeah. of these. Escuchame is a little bit, but this one it's, for sure. Escuchame is definitely. <laughs> doesn't sound like a kid. No, she's got a great voice. She, yeah, phenomenal. She's a very talented young woman. Because I'm in middle school. <laughs> kind of metric that we run a lot of the, these artists through is like what did their faith actually mean to them either mm. now or at the time 
Are they playing the game? Are they authentic? Whatever. Yes, that's something I always wonder. One of the things uh, that I appreciated looking at video clips of her today was uh, she sang this song at like a concert film she put out maybe like eight or nine years ago. And she said, this one's called a heavenly place. And for me, that's my family. <laughs> it's a heavenly oh. <laughs> place. It's heaven oh, on nice. earth to be with oh, my like children. like a little experience of God. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Just a little bit of heaven. That's sent nice. From up above. Sweet. She's way about her more. Kids? Uh, what's that? That's about her kids? That's nice. Uh, I now think it, it is, is now. Now yeah. it is. Yeah. She was a mother of five when she put this song <laughs> out at 14 Very years mature. old. Very mature. Yeah, but uh, but it w- it was one of those things. I think it is like uh, I feel like we'd get along if we hung out. She cited Amy Grant as like uh, in an interview. They're like, "Who were your guys?" You know, like the WTF question. Yeah. She's like, "I mean, Amy Grant was just everything Aww. for me growing yeah. up and blah 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 and doing this." Yeah, Amy's a legend. Yeah, and we stand a queen in this community. We love her. Um, and she's against the death penalty. <laughs> she is. <laughs> But yeah. you know what she's for. <laughs> Eat my booty. <laughs> Eat Sharing. my butt. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I it's need a to Patreon that joke. Episode. Oh, no. Oh, no. Eat my butt. <laughs> uh, this song, Adore, was uh, a favorite. Yeah. Song. Of course I do. Who is this? Who is this 19-year-old child? It's very Christina Aguilera, too, though. Oh, you're right. This one I feel really like, is. I feel like this very was just Christina. a thing you did, and it was like a way to show your vocal chops. You know, to really yeah. do this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's probably why they gave her so many ballads, was her voice was tight. It's good, yeah. And when you're this young, too, it's like, this is a cool... You Sorry, know, I just said tight. She wouldn't have said sexy, but, you know, it's kind of a sexy, like, cool, it mature thing to 100% do. It is 100% a sexy song. I mean, we used to pretend this song was about construction workers. <laughs> what? Why? Adore? Yeah. Adore. Oh, I get Adore. it. Adore. Um, or Al Gore. I do love Al Gore. Al Gore. <laughs> Al Gore. Al Gore. Jesus. I Al Gore. <laughs> That's good. And I lay my life before you. I, I do like, uh, I've heard you guys in other episodes talk about like, if this song didn't have like Jesus or God in it once or twice, would we know it was a Christian song? Oh, and fully imagine me without you. You would have no idea. You would have no idea. It just oh, sounds yeah. like a you know an anthem of codependency. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> really, <laughs> we're all codependent on God. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So old. As long as stars shine down from heaven. You think this is Aguilera vibes? Hmm. Adore more so, for sure. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think well, this is Estefan. Yeah, yes. maybe both. But I feel like Christina Aguilera, you know, on some of the B-sides of, or like the deep cuts of her <laughs> albums probably had songs like this. Mm-hmm. What is Jackie Velasquez's Dirty? Oh. Ooh. Cool. Wait, there, what, what was like the fun um, fun one you put on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, a, this is a fun one. Every time I this is really like it really sounds like a 90s song oh yeah right right here this that's like this is yeah 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 yes can i can i play you the song that a uh church of white kids did make a human video to oh boy Imagine y'all like slowly watching, walking like toe heel. Oh yeah, toe heel. This song gets pretty funky. <laughs> oh no! Wow! Oh no! 
You never talk about your director of this human video group. Oh, Janice Thompson. Shouts out. Must have had some some stuff going on. Oh, boy. Would she ever listen to this? No, probably not. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I had a complicated relationship with Janice Thompson and her four daughters. Whoa. Courtney, Courtney, Megan, and Courtney? Courtney. Oh. It was Courtney, Courtney, Megan, and Randy. That's right. Oh, thus Wait, the there weren't two Courtney's. There were two Courtney's because one was adopted at a later time. Oh, so there was two Courtney's. Okay. There was Courtney and Courtney Elizabeth. She had two Courtney's. She had two Courtney's. Um, and uh, some of them had crushes on my brother at the time. Then I had crushes or I had a crush on them or they had a crush on me. One of them w- started dating a guy and then it didn't work out. And then he just went to the other sister and dated her and oh, married boy. her instead. Oh, married oh, her. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and they have children and... A happy life okay, now. Whoa. No, but this was, uh, yeah, this was a formative family, co-ed sleepovers at their place, watching Monty Python for the first time wow. in between choreo- choreographing yes. this shit. To this <laughs> Let little me see salsa number you had. I will show you the way. Kujamei. You will be me someday. What does this Kujamei mean? Listen to me. Listen to me. Which is uh, the parenthetical on the, oh, on the song. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Okay. Because that's good char to listen. It's fun. It's a really fun song that makes you want to dance. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what our uh, choreography. I thought you all paired off at one point and did like yes. a mini salsa dance. Oh, we grinded on each other hard. <laughs> there was four of them. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. This uh, is great. It's a cautionary tale, really. Yeah, she's like, you know, she's listen to me. She says, "Listen, at 19 years old, <laughs> I've seen some shit. Don't I've lived a couple of lifetimes. I've made mistakes. Yeah, Don't have I been there? Excited. I've seen a baby give a dog a tattoo. <laughs> I've seen two dogs try to get a bank loan and be denied. I've seen churches burn to the ground. She's seen the yes. world. Yeah, I feel like Barlow Girl had a song like this. It was like." I've made big mistakes and I've ruined my witness. Or something oh, like that. Was like, oh my gosh. No, you didn't. Come on, ladies. You're Don't fine. you know the more mistakes you make, the better testimony yeah, you like, have? Oh, uh, <laughs> Simone, you you put the song. I was always like, yeah, bummed that I didn't have a very good Oh, testimony. mine was squeaky clean. Yeah, was I was not like, a thrilling totally. Listen. It's not too late. No if you one wanna... ever asked for mine. I'm in it right now. Did <laughs> you just do a shoot him up signal to me? <laughs> no, not necessarily. Getting some age. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then one day, <laughs> and then at, yeah. ca- at camp, it was like the people with the good testimonies got to perform their testimony. Perform it? <laughs> like, like a song. skit or just like talk, like, talk or like talk to the campers. Start about it. spreading about it. the word. <laughs> yeah, I no, not cheated on my boyfriend. <laughs> but got to like share their story, you know? It was yeah, like, no, truly. Yeah, it was, it was like, like, the always kids like, who I had like done drugs. Rock bottom, guys. Yeah. Rock bottom. I smoked weed. Can, <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I tell a sidebar about uh, cheating boyfriends real quick. Okay. Always. Because cause you said that like, how much life can you have lived at that age <laughs> when you're like, oh yeah, I've been there. I cheat on my boyfriend. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I remember being at a party in high school and it was like, it was everyone from freshman to seniors. It was everyone involved in like the theater department. And there was one girl who was a freshman. Her name was Hannah. Not Hannah. <laughs> it was Hannah. She said Hannah. She'd, and she was the type of girl to correct you. She'd correct you. 
And, good for her. And yeah, good for her. Good for her. Yeah, no, no, no. Woman's agency. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> you're people too. Um, and uh, she was talking about previous relationships and how she had seen some shit. And it was me and my buddy Jared were talking to her. And she said, you know, and then we were dating until blah, blah, blah. That guy cheated on me. And we're like, well, like, was it real cheating? Or was it like, oh, like uh, he held another girl's hand on the bus cheating. And she said, well, I guess if you consider fingering another girl cheating. (laughs) And Jared and I looked at each other and started singing a Billy Joel song because we were so nervous. And seniors to freshmen, it was like weird. We we did not want to poke the bear. You did poke the bear and you got got fingered. (laughs) (laughs) The bear finger blasted me. I will say like that for Not the for angry. the rest of the semester. Anytime we we went to a restaurant or went to like a fast food place or a Whataburger, instead of saying the chicken fingers, <laughs> we'd say like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get the chicken Hannah's boyfriend." And, uh, oh, oh, poor Hannah! I'm sure she's thriving now. You're thriving. She's you moved on. Yeah, yeah. she's good. Get rid of that she's... load of fingers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't. Oh my God. <laughs> You don't Disgust. want some guy who's fingering everyone. Yeah. Hey, but you. keep your fingies to yourself. <laughs> well, yes. What are fingers but ten little wingmen to help you out? <laughs> what? You sound a lot like Hannah's boyfriend right now. Hey, no, I do not. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. I just want to show oh, you love. Love this one. Fun, upbeat. It's a little disingenuous, though, you know? Why? Because she's like... I'm not trying to convert you. I'm just trying to show you love. But you're totally trying to convert people, Jackie. This is <laughs> such an interesting singing Let's style. <laughs> Please forgive me. If I come on too strong, I get a little anxious when I talk about God's love. Hold me back now. Stop me if I start to hold me back. Hold me back. I'm gonna be the one to push you out of reach. The way to get this is the one we would always sing along to just want to show you love she was experimenting vocally for sure with some like sexy throaty business. I mean, is she a groundbreaking artist? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, this was not on the playlist, oh. uh, but I feel like it's worth talking about okay. and maybe like discussing for a second, which is the fact that um, Jackie Velasquez <laughs> and Amy Grant have a lot of things in common, <laughs> one of which is that they both have super weird versions of the Chipmunk song. What? So, oh, yes, her Christmas album. Yes. Oh. So Amy oh. Grant, if you'll remember the yes. infamous Here Comes Christmas for Me. We all make mistakes on a Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So That's that, like a golden rule. That, that one, if you'll recall, is Amy Grant just like taking a break in the middle of her song and like just recording a podcast or a voice memo to herself <laughs> or like a journal thing <laughs> for later. In Jackie Velasquez's version, 
She is accompanied on her Christmas album. It's a bonus track, so it's actually not on Spotify, but you can find it on YouTube. She's accompanied <laughs> by the chipmunks themselves. and They sing with her. They sing with her, but also it's very gross because the whole time they're making advances on her <gasps> and the chipmunks want to get with it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm. It, I'm sure it's like very emblematic of her experience in the okay, industry. Okay, but Alvin sure. or Theodore? <laughs> okay, well, take a listen. Here we go. Oh, I forgot about this. Hey guys! Oh my gosh, she's beautiful, Theodore. You talk Spanish. How do you say your face shines brighter than the sun? You speak Spanish. Uh, she speaks English. She speaks English. She just said hello to you. So, it was 2001. The chipmunks hadn't quite learned. So, there were some areas. There were some problem areas here. Wow. How old are the chipmunks? I mean, they're pretty old. Yeah. Pretty old. No, I mean, like, how old are the characters? Yeah, we might be 45. (laughs) Listen to this. A date. Oh, a, a date. date with you? Yeah. It's weird that this, also me on the this is like for sure like a, a grown man voicing these chipmunks. <laughs> My face looks like a sunburnt pumpkin? No. Your no. mother? Face is soft like bubblegum. Great. Uh, Alvin, Theodore failed Spanish. What? <laughs> Guys, can we just sing the song? <laughs> Guys, can I just do my job without being sexually <laughs> harassed? <laughs> oh. This is the song about workplace harassment. Yeah, I think more than anything. Yeah. It became that Still in this rendition. In today's and era. cultural insensitivity, yes. I'd say, maybe. Oh, just a little bit. Well, if they're children and they're trying to cross the divide, mm. maybe the effort is good, if yeah. not horribly I love how you misguided. always take like, the op- point of opposition. Well, yeah, let's think do. about this. <laughs> You're... Just for a second. You want me to see it from the point of You're view like, of the... I I want to defend any more of your uh, compliments, okay? Jackie, please. Okay. Your face is hotter than the sun. Alvin. No, no, I mean, your face is blistering me with love. Alvin. Jackie, please, my words are jumbling tongue. Please, like, just bear with me. Alvin! Oh, I love it when she calls my name. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Call me by your name. Okay, I'm back on board. What? I got you back on board? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I love it when she calls my name. My name. Holy. 
Poor Jackie Holy. Velasquez and every attractive female musician. <laughs> now, was she an uh, actress in addition yes. to being a singer? You bet your sweet she was. Oh, I, was. I looked up these thinking. movies. Yeah. We're talking Chase and Poppy. Chase We're and talking Poppy. Chase and Poppy. With Sophia Vergara. Right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's like 2001, 2002. Yeah, mm-hmm. pre-modern family Sophia Vergara. We're talking Rumors of Wars, a movie that came out in 2014 with Mac Powell from Third Day is also in the cast Great. of it playing like a weird homeless Great. guy. Oh, yeah. It was written by David E.R. White and it's like... Yeah, all the different storylines are coming together, and the U.S. is the number one um, ally for Israel, oh. and Israel's, I think, about to get bombed. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> well, it looks very much like Thief in the Night. It's all about getting a chip and like identifying okay. with the government and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, it's very. Left I think behind. they were trying to make an action movie. Yeah, but all they have is like Left Behind as like yeah. a premise, and so it's kind of like that. It's a lot of Christian <laughs> movies. They're like oh, pro military. All we have is the revelation <laughs> uh-huh. to make a cool sci-fi uh-huh. uh, yes. thing. So she was in that her. movie. I'm not ashamed, which of course was about. Uh, Rachel Scott, the Columbine oh, massacre victim, and Jackie yes. Velasquez plays a teacher in that movie. Okay. Um, and then- she's like a radio host now. I'm sure she's thriving. Jackie Did- Velasquez is a radio host? Yeah, she, she hosts a, a radio show for like some nationally syndicated thing. She's been. What's it <clears throat> about? Her sex life. No, I'm not <laughs> sure what it's about. <laughs> Her and Alvin settling down. <laughs> Her and a like a little half oh, human, what? half chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm half performance anxiety, and I work through it. Oh, is my name, Jackie? Oh, it is Ed. Crazy. Uh, did you learn anything from her Instagram? Because I noticed that you did I start did. following. Oh, her. you did. Yes. Because it shows your friends who's oh. who's following. Yeah, them yeah, as yeah. Well. Uh, looked her up, um, and sh- I I read her like website. She has like a you know a fresh bio for what she's doing now, cool. and she's and she's moving into worship music. And <laughs> she's quoted on the website oh, saying like, I don't really is. know a lot about the worship music sector, but I'm like proud of what God's doing there or something like that. And mm. um, she's still a real Christian. Yeah, that gal. She's just out there doing cool. I saw she- a tweet that was like excited to see what God's gonna do at the concert tonight. Aw. Yeah. She always felt really authentic in her faith to me. Yeah, I think she's a real deal. Yeah. I mean, you could always just and picture I get her to judge. <laughs> on her knees. Oh. Uh, this is you know what Alvin is. Oh, oh, no. Simone. Oh. Well, good. I'm I mean, so sorry. Prioritizing female pleasure is really welcome, Alvin, <laughs> too. So I appreciate that. Wait, you're saying Alvin gets on his knees? <laughs> Maybe they redo yeah, this. Yeah, Kevin, sorry. do you know how it works? Okay. <laughs> No, I'm just asking. Kevin, can- haven't you ever seen a cheat Monks yeah, movie? Like, um, the man gets on his knees. How do you even He's do standing. that? He's <laughs> standing. Oh, my God. He's this okay. I can't do a chipmunk voice in real time. I can't. He's saying, is this okay? Did you know? Check thoughtful, in. thoughtful guy. Checking in's important. Um, Checking in's good. But this was a hit. He's a dumb. I get on my knees. You know I do. <laughs> I feel like there was like a companion book called On My Knees. She there? has written several books. Good yes. for her. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, right. Co-written with other people. She There's a book called A Heavenly Place. Uh, Los oh Evangelios, Toman Vida, The Gospels Come to Life, and Coffee and Concealer in 2012. Okay. What's that about? 
That Makeup? is a blog I want to read. I'm sure it's about the hermeneutical text. I'm not sure. I don't know. Who knows? Coffee, Coffee and, concealer. and concealer. Great. Yes. Um, I bet a little bit of wine. <laughs> after a long great. day with the kids? Yes. I don't know, guys. Uh, out after a long day with her heavenly places? I, I hope she's happy. This is another one of these like midnight lullaby songs of listening to Christian radio. Mm-hmm. This would often be on as I was falling asleep. So Aww. I associate this. And like the lush, like adult contemporary, yeah. straight across the plate, dentist office waiting room arrangement is like, I'm falling asleep right now. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. How could you fall asleep during this key change? <laughs> Are you ready? Oh. Wide awake. Is a lot of women nice love performing run. this in yeah. church during the offering. Yeah, it is a, a beautiful song. Music. Yeah, that's a beautiful song. I think I think "Flower in the Rain." Flower in the Rain is the prettiest. Yes, but it's I, beautiful. I don't understand what it's about. I have to be honest. I was thinking about this. Well, what is this metaphor? Like, what is a flower I in the rain? Fla- like, what does that mean? You're the one that lifts me up. There's no one else gives me water from the well. There's a hole that <laughs> seems to drain it all. Come on. <laughs> you started laughing. <laughs> Once again, Albert. I'm left in fear and doubt. <laughs> when all strength is crying out. So here I am again, willing to be opened up and broken like a flower in the Ooh. rain. Granted, she's 16. <laughs> I guess I'll get broken all over again. Flowers what? open in the sun. That makes yes. Sense. And also, do rain? Does rain like beat flowers down? Maybe like, that's the irony of like, oh, in the no, it's like watering me and something. The broken. Okay. Tell me what I have to do to die and then to be raised to reach me on the pain like a flower in the rain. Aww. No, I think it. Uh, I think it's Is it about the cross. Oh, she's saying she's being like broken down by God. Sanctified. And then, like, I know I need to grow. It's tough for a flower to be in like a torrential downpour mm. in the rain, but I know it's necessary actually for growth. Uh, right. So it's like her saying. This sucks, but I know it's like probably beneficial to my yes. character integrity. Gotcha. Do you in the think long that run. is like saying like being like in Christian in a secular world is hard? Is that is that what it's saying, or is it like I, th- I think it's more about just like personal struggle personal and trial gotcha. is, is what um, that's, that's nice. I'm yeah. reading from it. I think the rain is neutral. The rain space. is neutral. Well, okay, I'm reading the bridge and I'm just looking for a little chipmunk. You know the kind <laughs> I like. The one who'll get on his knees and do everything right. Oh, wow. No, she gets on her knees, Kevin. No. Well, that's what I thought. And then <laughs> I ask a question. I'm not going to teach you. And I get accused. Explain this. Oh, no. Kevin, podcast. look it up on Cosmo later. No. I don't have to look it up. Or Brio. <laughs> Can you imagine if Dear Brio- Susie. <laughs> How do I absolutely eat someone out? Like, crazy, crazy good. Dear God. Well, Abigail. Oh, I don't like that. Abigail's 18 oh, or 25, yeah. okay? She's great. She's an adult she's reader. Adult. Um, Looks like some of my comments from early in the episode are aging quite well, aren't they? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I just remembered yes. something about the Brio issue with Jackie on the cover. Mm-hmm. They had a... They had a recipe for her mom's enchiladas in it. Okay, that's cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, hmm. just a, a thing that random, I just randomly remembered. That's amazing. I know. We do. It's, it's hard because fact. we always talk about how lily white all this stuff is. So you want to embrace any 
modicum of intersectionality right. when it happens. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm saying like I think she brought something to the table, totally. whether or not it was like so a, a marketing scheme or not. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying she didn't. I'm just saying it's fun to uh, question people's motives and hearts. All <laughs> I the love time. questioning motives. I and love hearts. it. As you should question ours uh, <laughs> yeah. in this conversation. We invite your question. Uh, Simone, you wanted uh, baptized. I did want this. this because what, what did this mean to you? Well, I was literally baptized to this song. Okay. Wow. I didn't know you could pick your baptism themes. No, I didn't did. know that was an option. Yeah, did you get a oh, walk-on yeah. song when you do your baptism? <laughs> Can I tell you what the pastor said right before he baptized me? Yes. This, I was like, this is my intro. Says, okay. Y'all <laughs> ready for this? <laughs> Not far. He's at the YMCA. This is 1996 or 7. And he said, Kevin's about it. Good Christian. <laughs> as as he old loser out here. As he is... <laughs> A Nintendo Because <laughs> his name was Tommy he Hopper. He roasted you? No. He was saying, I'm a good Nintendo player and I'm a good Christian. Wow. Because <laughs> I played with his son a lot. His son and I were friends. Yes. And we'd play like Mario Kart and like, you know. <laughs> and he said, he's as good a Christian as he is a Nintendo player. Oh, man. They dunked me in. That feels like a dunk. Yeah, it was he's a dunk trying. in retrospect. <laughs> He was trying to anyway. connect. Okay, you but got baptized to this song. I got song, baptized though. to this song while wearing a Peace, Love, Young Life t-shirt over my bathing suit. That's what you gotta do. In a river. Can't let your body show. No. Um, <laughs> not during this pivotal time. <laughs> you could undo the whole thing. That's really thing. cool. Wait, you got baptized in a river? In a river. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Just I was like, in a YMCA pool. <laughs> yeah, I was in like a random hot tub put out oh, in a courtyard. Really? Oh, Caroline, that wasn't. Oh, I have pictures of that. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> oh, I should post that on our account. Throwback Thursday. You got Thursday. baptized. <laughs> when did you get baptized? I got baptized. 2013. Thank you. Really? So 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wait, when you were 23? Is that yeah, it? it was like this weird debate I had in my life of like, I don't think I ever been technically baptized like as a kid or something. Yeah. The oh, way I'm most sorry. Kids it might have been 2014. Might have been 2014. Yeah. Um, it was one of those two. Okay. Yeah, it was 2014. And I was like, oh, I got to get around to it eventually. But I don't want to do it till I like really feel the need it's to. It's like having yeah. your wisdom teeth removed. Yeah. <laughs> it was like having my wisdom teeth removed. And then it was coming up at our church. And I was like, well, let's do it. Yeah. It was a great time. It was really, it was a really nice experience for me, actually. Cool. Yeah. It was great. There's some. Although my friend who did it right next to me with me, it was like one of the worst days of her faith in her life. Why? Because well, um if you feel like it's dr- it's like a little bit of drama. Oh, okay. But the um no, it's okay. I think it's interesting. Tell me tell me off mic. Um no, I'll just tell you now. Okay. A pastor came down the line um to each person cuz some people were just volunteering to get baptized that day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we had gone through a class together mm-hmm. or there was an, some sort of vetting process. So their vetting process was to just go down the line and talk to each person and ask them point blank, why are you getting baptized today? Uh And, you know, they tried to make it conversational. It wasn't supposed to be like grilling or whatever. And so they asked me and I said something like, you know, I've been a Christian my whole life. I've never done this. I I wanted to like do this. It's important to me. Yeah. Like, (laughs) who cares? Um, And then he asked, uh, it was he, it was a pastor. And he asked my friend next to me, um, like, why, how come you went to do this today? And she started talking about one of her best friends who's also a Christian. And th- this friend, by the way, had been a Christian basically her whole life, you know, in various ways. And But she was talking about her friend and was like, uh, she's meant a lot to me and she did it recently. And it just, uh, it reminded me that I wanted to do it or something. And the pastor like really honed in on her and was like, 
okay, well, are you doing this because your friend did it and you want to be like her? Or is this something you personally like believe in or something? Uh Wait, do I know this guy? Of course I do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and she was kind of like taken off guard and felt really flustered and was like, no, 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 this is really real for me. And like, no, I'm not doing this because of my friend. And this is this is like valid or whatever. Yeah. And he asked her like two or three more questions and then moved on. And I think for her also seeing this dark difference between like how my interview was conducted and then hers where like she it really made her feel like she wasn't legitimate mm-hmm. or like her faith was messed up mm-hmm. or like questionable. Mm-hmm. And it it put, it put her in a tailspin I found out way later. Like I didn't realize that until a long time later. Totally. It was a big bummer. So it kind of like ruined her baptism <sighs> day and she kind of walked sucks. into the tub feeling like what am I doing? Or like, yeah. who are these people? And what, yeah, hmm. what am I? And by the way, she's like one of the most thoughtful. She cannot be inauthentic about yeah. what she believes or what she's doing. And so it, for them to question her, it was all the weirder. She doesn't listen, does she? I think she, I don't know. I think she does. Yeah. She does? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I probably shouldn't have thought about that before I told her story. You know what? Let me text her before you put this out. Yep. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure it's okay. Um well, I'm sorry that happened to you. I know, I know. So her. for me, it was a great day, a, and I was really bummed to hear. Yeah, which is interesting because we're making we're making her. fun of ourselves for for questioning like, is Jackie really a Christian? And then the same thing happened with her. Yeah, and, totally. And it is like because uh, there's also there's that kind of church where it's like now before you take communion, this is actually for the family. It's not for you. And it's such you a weird take, tribal thing to do. Just get the fuck up here. It yeah, is. and it's like if someone has the impulse to do it, just say yes. You know, yeah. like. No matter, especially like on the fly, going person by person down the line, trying to like vet them or something is, is just weird. weird. And it's like, it's just feeding ground for making weird mistakes like that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's connection with God is so different and unique. And yeah. And what if you like said a wrong wrong answer? Right. Because you're just like hurrying through your thing or whatever. Yeah. Actually. Or you step out put line, on the spot. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or if you feel like someone's questioning you, you're probably going to say something that. Yeah. Especially yeah. the pastor that you've been listening to right. for years or whatever. So, yeah. Don't do that. Churches. It's almost <laughs> as if someone's spiritual journey is wrong unless it exactly aligns with the anecdotal experience of the person <laughs> who's making the call like and that. shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's almost as if it's an evangelical move to gaslight people into thinking they're doing Christianity wrong uh-huh, if it's not like them. They're the determiner of it. Mm-hmm. There, well, you're shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> you are the sheep. Mm-hmm. Little lambs. Little lambs hey. preschool. I mean, I was stoked to get baptized because I feel like I like got saved so early. It was like six. Yeah, this, and this so, was like your yeah. way to show you were saved. It's your coronation. Yeah. yeah. It was like it was like the was equivalent like, of like a event. coming out ball or something. <laughs> yeah. Like in the old South. I just enjoyed it because it felt like a piece of theater. You know, mm. like this is just it's it theater. Is like there's nothing there isn't like literal change going on inside right. of me is what I believe. Some people believe differently. But like so it was like a it was a little like skit I did to like show God and all of my friends like I'm I'm down for this. this yeah. For yeah, I thought of it as a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> More than we anything. Got loose up there. I said I got some really I good my application with the pastor. <laughs> I, I will say honestly I thought your second beats were really good. Yeah, thank of that. you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I thought it was pretty beautiful. Anything else that we want to hit? Uh any other songs? I mean, we can we... make a difference. It's a, such a great one. Oh, this this one is very. Make a change. This is 
This great almost feels like a fly of the Concord's like, we got to go out there and do something. <laughs> Anything. What? Something. I don't know. <laughs> something. <laughs> this is like, uh, this should be in like a movie montage of like the community getting together. Yeah, cleaning up an empty lot. Truly, yes. Sister Act We're three like vibes. scrubbing yes. graffiti off a wall, off a church wall. You yeah. know? Yeah. Come on. A mission trip anthem. Yes, it totally <laughs> is. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to our final thoughts about Jackie Velasquez. Sure. You've listened to this show before. You know the way it works. The way it works, Simone. We give her a holy roast, a holy toast, or a space between holy toast. We're gonna Ooh. send Jackie all the way to heaven. Hey. Un lagar celestial, or Rosh burn in hell. <laughs> Chasing Poppy to the dark underworld. Whoa. Or we go purgatory. The space <laughs> between. The dark poppy. Oh, DMB. The dark poppy. The poppy between. <laughs> poppy between. <laughs> it was Ooh. Jackie Velasquez and Sofia Vergara, the highest paid actress on television. Unfortunately. Wow. Holy toast. Love Jackie. Jackie's great. She's fun. Love these bops. Her ballads or whatever. Um <laughs> And I just think she's great, and I'm glad she had her moment, and she's mm-hmm. still going. And I think she's she seems like a really cool person, so I liked mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. and I like really listen because I've only ever heard about her. I'd never actually like sat down and listened to her stuff, and I enjoy it. We turn it to Simone. Definitely, um, holy toast, one hundred percent. Yeah. Wait, she's, why did you like this? Um, because maybe I'm trying to break a streak I have. <laughs> Oh, do you no, do a no, lot no, of holy no, roasts? No, 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 Hang on. Put a pin in it, Simone. We're going back to Carolina. <laughs> no, no, no. What did you actually Simone, feel you... about the... <laughs> what to say about it? No, this is a this is an Enneagram 4 thing, isn't it? A little? About not wanting to be predictable or known? It's not really for me. No. I didn't have the nostalgia. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So you won't lift up Seth Meyers and Rihanna going day drinking? Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was so great. What am I lifting up this thing? Hold on. We turn to Simone. Okay. Um, you picked up on my bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, um, Simone. Yeah. What do you think? I don't. I mean, this whole thing feels loaded. And between, like, what, it's loaded. Like, what it's is going? What's going on? Ninety-one episodes in, you're gonna break a few eggs. <laughs> to make a delicious podcast omelet every day. Can you week. bring me into the circle? What's happening? Oh, I no. There's no conflict whatsoever just the fact that caroline doesn't like it when i make fun of her for holy roasting every musical she, artist holy we roast have. well i guess you didn't except for lord daigle love lord daigle stuff her. listen the music was good <laughs> well what really qualifies as a holy roast is it like would you still listen to it today like um it's kind of whatever criteria you want but yeah. usually i'm just like mm, not for me yeah yeah <laughs> but you're into jackie well maybe we could do it so in the future <laughs> i have been singing Unugar Celestial all day. So to me, I was like, okay, that's a win yeah. for Jackie. I so liked her. I love her. Yeah. She's my mom and my favorite artist. We could do in the future where maybe we don't give ratings. Maybe we don't give roaster toasts. Mm-hmm. We abolish the system completely. 
So then you don't feel like you're walking into a trap every time. No, I do. I feel like I'm a little predictable. That could be, you know, that could be a way to shake it up. Maybe okay. episode mm-hmm. 100, no ratings. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you just don't give a rating. It's just me and the guests. That's fair. Yeah, should <laughs> Holy toast from Simone. Holy toast. Yes. I'm proud. So I'm sorry. proud. Of, no, I, it's okay. okay yeah, keep um, going. Keep going. I'm proud of Jackie. Mm-hmm. I think she's, she's great. I think she's great. I think she's a cool gal. Great Amen. music. It's fun. Listen, I'm gonna. Uh, I will double toast her with you. Cool. Put her back in the toaster oven. Give her. A, <laughs> give her a grow around once again. Metaphors holding up. Because listen, once you get that toast out, you go from Jackie Velasquez to a snacky Velasquez. <gasps> Whoa, and that's a snacky. I enjoy consuming. The bops are fun. The music is good. Yeah, it is. Christian Lacroix, as far as theology goes, which might be preferable <laughs> in this instance. Yeah. Uh, she does not sing about total depravity that much. Um, Holy roast to the chipmunks, maybe? Mm. We're going to roast Alvin's problematic ass yeah. for exactly. sure. Yeah, was an innocent party. In no, that. I mean, listen, you, the producer throws you in a room, tale as old as time. Yep. Yeah. It's very sad. But we're not the fun of word. You are a listener. Go to at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter. Give it a roast or toast. Get out there and... Pokemon go to the polls. And watch Ballers on HBO with me, Elizabeth Warren. You just need to pull that clip and put it on there now. I was looking for it. I fully could not find oh, it. Oh, no. I know. She oh, talks about that. it a lot, but she doesn't say, I love Ballers. Okay. She just like talks about it like on tweets and stuff. That's great. But Elizabeth Warren loves Ballers. Oh, good to know. Yes. So think about that when we're uh, when she's losing the election next year. <laughs> Let's bring it down. We're back at, what's the camp called? Wild Horse Canyon. We're back at Wild Horse Canyon. It's the last night of camp. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of confused, (laughs) horny teens in the midst (laughs) that need to do something with that energy. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's rubbing out. Maybe it's rubbing out to him. Maybe it's rubbing their sins away to the Lord. Okay, yeah. So we're dimming the candles in here. We're creating the space. And we're not here to promote our projects or ourselves. Plug them. Plugs are so, so vain. So vapid yeah. in the end. And they don't matter. Mm-mm. We're going to lift them up. And we start with Caroline. If you want to be My not of this world. <laughs> if you want to be not of this world. But in the next one, you can follow me at Caroline's Farts on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Where she took out It's All About Jack and Not from her bio. I like have a to coward. show a respectable profile to the professional world. Your username is Caroline's Farts. A non-sexual it's name. Iconic. It's an iconic it's name. Iconic. I don't think it's necessarily it's non-sexual to everybody. Oh. As we were talking well, we about off mic. We don't kink oh, shame yeah. here. That's right. And we never would. We're, we're talking about that. positive. Very. Whatever Caroline wants to do with her thoughts. <laughs> okay. Now, now we're... We're adding me into the narrative. And we validate and uphold a woman's I'm right to choose to put her farts where she that. wants them to. It's just the couch. <laughs> it's just the couch. Hey, if just that's what you're the into. Okay, not a weird kink thing. <laughs> couch a normal stuff. thing to do. Interesting. Everyone does. I mean, couches are hot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My couch is very attractive. Well, not all couches. <laughs> it's an attractive couch. <laughs> um, and I want to lift up a 
book that I don't think I left up here, but I finished it a while ago called um, Education by Tara or Tara Westover. Um, a listener recommended it to me, but um, it's a it's a memoir about this woman who grew up in kind of like a survivalist Mormon family intense household. And she didn't go to high school. She was like barely homeschooled and somehow got to BYU and then got to yeah. Cambridge and then got all these like big degrees and kind of like found her way up into upper education and the kind of deconstruction of her faith and the family and everything around that too and it's not a criticism so much of mormonism as it is about like family and relationships and it's a great read it's really yeah it's a good one i finished it in like three days it was, it was awesome so check hey. that book out cool. uh we turn to simone where can people lift you up on social media well, you know my instagram is E.T. Fon Simone. Great name. It's an extremely so sexual Instagram handle, just like Caroline's. <laughs> yeah. We all got our stuff. <laughs> well, what, what do you think of when you think of E.T.? Hey, finger E. Hannah's boyfriend. Hannah. 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 Sorry. Hannah's boyfriend. Hannah's boyfriend was E.T. Um, and he dialed home a and few times. And like, he'd always be like, ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch, <laughs> Elliot. Oh, sorry. I don't know what. Ew. Are Welcome oh, to the I GCF. Do <laughs> Boy, Welcome oh, to the pig pen. I feel like I went blue too often on this podcast. I did too. I'm uh, sorry. We all regret it. We're all going to be better next time. <laughs> Do you know? You the, were perfect. You yeah, did everything right. What a terrific guest. Right. We were uh, interrupted you. you a lot. What is, the, what is the last episode we did without talking about Jack in it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 literally. My mother had a point. A part of our theme song. Wait, what was her point? She remember when she brought a sex jar to the Patreon that she was on, and if we talked about sex, we'd like put a dollar in the jar. Oh yeah, that's right. She oh. said we're obsessed with sex, and I was like, Mom, whatever, you're so conservative. It's key to our survival. Like, it's true. <laughs> okay, how about episode ninety-two? No sex talk. No Why sex talk. though? Kids, let's let's be human adults living in the world. Human adults have sex, Kevin. Yeah, but we're both in our late twenties, and is this the most interesting discourse? It's like, and then I was like, Ugh, my dick. <laughs> like people, sweet, good people are listening to this every week. They're smarter than us, and they they have to endure this to get to like little nuggets of what Simone's saying about her experience. That's valuable. Little nuggets. <laughs> and then you do fart the jizz, and then, and then Simone's bearing her soul, and we're just like, boo, boo, <laughs> I mean, it's a crime. I bared my soul, and you farted all over it. Yes, it's where Caroline puts her farts oh, on God. your and she soul. She gets off on it. <laughs> no, you guys did a whole episode on. Rebecca St. James and her and her absence. And it was a clean episode. And that was a clean up. That's not and my memory. I mean, I, you did make a fun Foster the People pun. No, well, we talked about her pun. simulating sex on stage with her husband while singing Wait <laughs> yes, For Me. You did. <laughs> yes, you did. Because I am waiting for it. And they're just like, yeah, grinding on each oh, other. Oh, yeah. Um, Is there anything you want to lift up that oh. you're working on or something well, else that you're enjoying? Wild Wild Christian, please come see the show. Hey. Yeah. I love that you guys do like fun things that you're just liking. I'd like to lift up a show that came out over a year ago that I feel like didn't get enough attention. Maniac on Netflix. Maniac came in. I went. really enjoyed Maniac. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. One time I tried to watch an episode of Maniac with Caroline. She said, I'm good. Thanks. What? <laughs> I said, do you want to watch an episode of Maniac together? And you said, no. <laughs> 
I have this very vivid memory. And, <laughs> well, now what? I don't know who to trust. <laughs> no, it wasn't that I don't want to watch Maniac. Maniac was brilliant. Right. I just needed his little me time. That sure. got some awards. It was such a great show. I also want to lift up um, the Taylor Swift Reputation album just because we talked about it earlier. Oh, lift it on up. Very good. Yeah. We stand a, a, a <laughs> queer recentering narrative. <laughs> a recent legend. queer Listen, ally. She's problematic. She can be a little problematic. She's a mess. She's a little bit of a mess. <laughs> but okay. I'm loyal. Wild Wild Christian. Christian. We're going to come see it next time it's in town. Awesome. Cool. I can't wait. Or maybe I'll travel to Portland just to see it. I usually go up there once a year. Let's go. We go stay at my dad's house. It'll be fun. Hey! Yeah. Uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I'll lift up a podcast I listen to called Endless Thread, which is a podcast about Reddit, but it's not really about Reddit. It's, it's about Reddit the same way Reply All is like about the internet, but it's this podcast coming out of uh, Boston from WBUR, hosted by Ben Brock Johnson and Armory Sivertson. Uh, in May, they did this five-part series about vaccinations and about anti-vax or like vax-hesitant communities online, the history of it. And it was a very compassionate, well-researched, interesting, and entertaining look at that stuff. And if you have friends or family that might belong in those camps, it's, it's worth taking a listen to. It's very good. It breaks it down in a very accessible way. And it, it was really helpful for me this week. That's my little PSA. I think everyone should, should listen to it uh, as far as that goes. Simone, thank you so much. Thank for you for having me. This show. was so fun. Yes, this was great. What you a guys perfect are great. guest. Come back anytime. Oh, thank there's so you. many things on the list we could I'd do. I'd love again. to talk more. You guys are so great. We're Let's call you do up. it. We're going to try podcast. to fight less in front of you next time. Yeah, I find it charming. It's my premise. Hopefully, it's by the next charm. time you come back, we will have abolished <laughs> any roaster toast system, so Caroline doesn't feel yeah. backed into a corner like a frightened rabbit about to get. No, no one puts Caroline in the corner. No one puts Farty in the corner. I had to, I had to go there. Okay. <laughs> I like to be a rabbit. <laughs> she doesn't want to pick sides. No. And I respect that. And there's nothing left to say except for <laughs> and all of God's people said amen. amen. I mean, really, I feel like there's no other song we should go out with then. Hey, guys. Oh, my guys. She's got such a cute voice. Yeah, I could do that. Hey, guys. Yeah, you totally could. Alvin. Alvin. I love it when she says my name. (laughs) Get me by your name. (laughs) Ready, guys? Yeah, you could do that. All right, we'll see you next week on the show. Goodbye. Bye. We can't last, but you know Alvin can. Oh, God! That was a headgum podcast.